0: What's going on, everyone? And Welcome to the all-new Disney Plus Informer podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 33 for the week of October 9th, 2022. I am your host, Justin Eddy, alongside my co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. Hi, Michelle. Uh, Be sure to follow along each week as we keep you updated with all the information you need as we cover Disney Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get started. In case you missed it, Disney has announced the songs and dance styles that 13 remaining couples will dance to for Disney Plus night on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, we've got a new trailer that has been released for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And unfortunately, Keanu Reeves has reportedly exited Hulu's Devil in the White City series. We're going to discuss these stories, let you know what's new on Disney Plus. And bring you our top 10 posts for the week in our 10 and 10 News Blast segment where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings in about 10 minutes. Oh, there's more coming at you next. Welcome everyone. Uh, Let's kick things off with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Uh, Highlights include the premieres of Marvel's Werewolf by Night Halloween special. Uh, We got season one of Shipwreck Hunters Australia, episode five of uh, Star Wars Andor, and episode eight of Marvel's She Hulk Attorney at Law. Uh, Over on Hulu, the complete Schitt's Creek series is now streaming, along with the Hellraiser reboot on Hulu and Disney Plus in Canada and Australia. I got another episode of FX's The Patient is now available. On Hulu and Disney Plus in the UK, Ireland, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Episode 3 from Season 2 of The Kardashians along with the Solar Opposites Halloween special. Over on uh, Disney Plus in the UK, Season 1 of The Bear is now streaming along with Season 18 of Grey's Anatomy. That one's just never going to end. Stick around. Uh, Later in this episode, we're going to give a little review uh, and talk about uh, Werewolf by Night and Reboot. So up first, uh, Michelle, Disney Plus Night coming to Dancing with the Stars. Give me the uh, lineup for that.
1: Yeah, so um, first ever Disney Plus Night on Dancing with the Stars. So it's going to feature the magic of Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and more. The competition will stream live on Monday, October 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. If you're unable to watch it live, it will become available on Disney Plus one hour after the live stream. So the Pro Dancers and Troupe will do ensemble numbers from songs from um, Encanto, Enchanted, and Zootopia. And then the 13 remaining couples, uh, Joseph Bena and his partner will perform a Charleston to A Star is Born from Hercules. Uh, Selma Blair and partner will perform a quick step to the Muppet Show theme from The Muppet Show. Wayne Brady and partner will perform a jazz routine to Wait For It from Hamilton. Sam Champion and partner will perform a Paso Doble to The Greatest Show from The Greatest Showman. I don't know what that means. Charlie D'Amelio <laughs> and partner will perform a jazz routine to The Simpsons, main title theme from The Simpsons. And then Heidi D'Amelio will, and um, her partner will perform the Viennese Waltz to Chim Chim tree from Mary Poppins. Jesse James Decker and partner will perform a jive to One Way or Another from Hocus Pocus 2. Trevor Donovan and partner will perform a samba to Life is a Highway from Cars. Daniel Durant and partner will perform a quick step to Finally Free from High School Musical, the musical of the series. And then Vinny Guadagnino and partner will perform a samba to uh, El Ghetto, El La Volpe from Luca. Um, Shangela and partner will perform a Charleston to Dig a Little Deeper from Princess and the Frog. Jordan Sparks and partner will perform a jazz routine to Remember Me from Coco. And Gabby Windy and partner will perform a quick step to Mr. Blue Sky from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So we have the uh, complete lineup up on the website. You can take a look at it.
0: Thank you. One one thing about that show is like the celebrities that are that take part in it, man. They really like bust their butts to like learn all of those different. Oh yeah, routines. I used to... like That's hard. That's some really hard stuff that they go through to to compete in that.
1: Series. I watched a few seasons of it, and now I just typically just watch when they do like the Disney night. Yeah, but... I
0: I've seen it intermittently, like you know, an episode here or there or over the years, and and it it really is like it's no joke like mm-hmm. how difficult that is. So I mean they they definitely have to take it uh very seriously. Uh how about what did you think of the uh the Black Panther Black Panther Wakanda Forever? We got a new trailer for that. I'm really looking forward to this movie. I loved the first Black Panther. Uh it just that one kind of came out of nowhere as one of the the bigger Marvel hits. So I, I think this one's shaping up to be even be- even bigger and better.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. So we got the teaser trailer back in July and uh, this is the full-length trailer, and I it's a lot more intense, um, but, I mean, it looks fantastic. This comes out November 11th, 2022. We do have the trailer up on the website, so if you haven't seen it yet, just make sure you check it out.
0: Yeah, definitely. It, it looks really, really good. Uh, I'm, I'm slowly getting more hyped for these uh, next round of uh, Marvel movies, uh, the, the next phase or whatever, so... Uh, and here's the, here's the sad news for the week. Uh, Keanu Reeves, who everybody absolutely adores, and I refuse to believe otherwise, because <laughs> why why would you not absolutely love Keanu Reeves? Uh, he's n- uh, reportedly no longer going to star in the uh, Devil in the White Series series for Hulu. Uh, so like when this was announced a month or so back, the, the he was going to be part in this. I was pretty stoked for that, but now I'm just like crushingly disappointed. So, I know, I'm really happened?
1: disappointed too. So I'm not sure exactly why uh, Variety uh, spread the news, but. You're right. Um, it was ordered to series an eight-episode order back in August 2022. So this Devil in the White City is based on um, a 2003 book by Eric Larson. It's actually one of my favorite books. It's a it's great about, book. Yeah, it's about the Chicago World's Fair of 1893, which has always been kind of a fascination of mine. So I, I really just love this book. But it follows Daniel Burnham, a brilliant architect, racing to make his mark on the world, and Henry H. Holmes, a handsome and cunning doctor who fashioned his own pharmaceutical murder castle on fairgrounds, a palace built to seduce, torture, and mutilate young women. This story takes a viewer on a tour of murder, romance, and mystery in the Gilded Age. So Keanu was um, going to play Burnham. Nobody else, no other cast has been announced yet. Um, The book does talk about that darker side but it also goes into a lot of the history of building of the World's Fair which is mm-hmm. so interesting and like the Ferris wheel was invented there um, Juicy Fruit Gum Cracker Jacks all kinds of cool stuff so I mean it's really a great read so if you haven't read it yet check it out
0: It's. Um, I'm not a huge reader Yeah. but I, I loved that book uh-huh. and, and I mean I, I think I read it in like two or three settings or whatever sittings it, it was great.
1: So uh, it was previously believed that filming would begin in March in Chicago. However, it's unknown if that's still going to hold out or not.
0: My only thought is that maybe Keanu's just too glorious for that. Like it would <laughs> it would distract from like the the pageantry of the World's Fair that they're going the to, White to, City sh- to show he, on yeah. that. So it would just take away too much from that. We're like, sorry, Keanu. We have to have someone that's less amazing. I think <laughs> The only the only thing I can think of... Uh, as a reminder, you can find links to all of these articles and everything else that we're going to talk about today on our website, which is disneyplusinformer.com. Michelle, we got things to do, so we got ten minutes. All right, it's time I'm ready. for the news blast segment. Go.
1: The highly anticipated Disney Plus original movie Hocus Pocus 2 is the number one film premiere on Disney Plus domestically to date based on hours streamed in the first three days of its release. So, kind of not surprised about that. Uh, Justin and I watched this last week. We did a review on, on last week's podcast. If you want to check it out, we liked it.
0: Yep. I bet you they end up doing a third one. Uh, so... PlayStation 5 users uh, can now download uh, Disney Plus globally and Star Plus in Latin America natively on PlayStation 5 consoles. With the relaunch, users can now stream their favorite movies, TV shows, originals, and more in 4K HDR video quality. A key part of our global expansion strategy is to meet consumers wherever they are, which is why we're excited to enhance both Disney Plus and Star Plus for PlayStation 5 users, said Jarrell Jimerson. EVP of product and design Disney Streaming, the ability to support 4K HDR video streaming on the pl- platform will also improve the viewing experience for fans. So if you got a PlayStation 5 and you got Disney Plus, then now you can link those up.
1: Disney Plus released the official trailer for the original series, A Limitless, with Chris Hemsworth from National Geographic. In the six-part documentary series, global movie star Chris Hemsworth takes viewers on a roller coaster personal journey as he explores how to combat aging and discover the full potential of the human body. Building on the latest scientific research, Limitless shatters conventional wisdom about maximizing life. All episodes of the series premiere November 16th exclusively on Disney+, and we have the trailer up on the website. I might
0: check that out. That was an interesting enough movie back in the day. That was the one with uh, Bradley Cooper, I think, right? That was a good, good movie. Uh, Justin Long, Anna Yee Puig, Miles McKenna, and Will Price have joined the cast of Disney Plus's Goosebumps series as series regulars. This live-action series is based on R.L. Stein's popular books. The series follows a group of five high schoolers who unleash supernatural forces upon their town That must all work together thanks to and in spite of their friendships, rivalries, and pasts with each other in order to save it, learning much about their own parents, teenage secrets in the process. Long is going to play Nathan Bratt, said to be the new school teacher who develops a terrifying connection to a decades-old supernatural murder. Puig has been cast as Isabella. She is described as smart and naturally shy with an overwhelming sense of responsibility. McKenna will play James, the class clown, who loves the spotlight and hails from one of the wealthiest families in Port Lawrence. Uh, Price has been cast as Jeff, the rebellious skateboarder who is grappling with the untimely death of his daredevil father. So those books have been very popular for many years. So this it yeah. be a good series.
1: Eva Longoria and George Lopez are set to star in a new Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day film for Disney+. The feature will be a Latino-centric adaptation of the best-selling children's book by Judith Yorst. Um, so this new v- version will follow the Mexican-American family who have recently lost their connection to each other and their roots as they embark on an epic road trip that immediately goes hilariously wrong. Longoria will reportedly play Alexander's mother, A travel writer who has lost her passion for work, while Lopez has been cast as the family's grandfather, a tough biker. Uh, Filming will begin this spring in New Mexico.
0: FX has released the teaser trailer for FX's limited series, Fleischman is in Trouble. It's just going to premiere with two episodes on November 17th exclusively on Hulu. A new episode will then be released uh, each Thursday after the premiere eight episode series and it's going to be available on star plus in latin america and disney plus under the star banner and all other territories i hadn't really given this uh series too much thought but i think i might want to check it out that's a now. really good cast um yeah the so it's based on taffy broadeser akner's new york times best-selling debut novel and centers on recently separated 40-something toby fleischman played by jesse eisenberg who dives into the brave new world of app-based dating with the kind of success he never had dating in his youth before he got married at the tail end of medical school. But just at the start of his first summer of sexual freedom, his ex-wife Rachel, played by Claire Danes, disappears, leaving him with the kids and no hint of where she is or whether she plans to return. As, the balances, uh, as he balances parenting the, uh, the return of old friends Liz, Lizzie Kaplan and Adam Brody, a promotion at the hospital that is a long time coming, and all the eligible women that Manhattan has to offer, he realizes that he'll never be able to figure out what happened to Rachel until he can take a more honest look at what happened to their marriage in the first place. So you got Josh Radner, Christian Slater, Mira Mahoney-Gross, Maximus Swinton, Michael Gaston, uh, Ralph Adriel, and she, Nee Nielsen, and uh, Joyce Prano, also starring in this. Uh, looks great. I love Christian Slater. I love Claire Danes. Jesse Eisenberg's great. Josh so it, It's going to be a good series. I, mm-hmm. I think I'll definitely want to check this one out.
1: Jemaine Clement, Rachel House, and Gerard Wright have joined the cast of the upcoming adult animated comedy series, Koala Man. This series will be coming soon to Hulu in the US and is a star original on Disney Plus Internationally. They joined previously announced cast Hugh Jackman, Sarah Snook, um, and Demi Lardner. So the comedy is about a middle-aged dad named Kevin and his not-so-secret identity, whose only superpower is a burning passion for following rules and snuffing out petty crime in the Australian suburban town of Dapto. He'll do whatever it takes to defeat mill- villainous masterminds, supernatural whores, or worse jerks who don't take their rubbish bins down on the proper days.
0: Interesting. Uh, so, at New York Comic Con, uh, Hulu just announced that Solar Opposites has been renewed for a fifth season. Uh, the first three—the first three seasons of Solar Oppos- Opposites—are available to stream now on the Hulu in U.S. Star Plus in Latin America and Disney Plus internationally. Uh, season four is going to consist of twelve episodes and will premiere next year. I still have to catch up on that, but uh, the the first season of Solar Opposites was had some pretty uh pretty amazingly funny parts. Yeah, it was, so it, funny. It was hilarious. That's brought to you by the guys that uh, co created um, Rick and Morty. So there you go.
1: So last July during San Diego San Diego Comic Con, they announced marvels daredevil born again it's an original series starring charlie cox and vincent d'onofrio on um, that is coming to disney plus in spring 2024 so according to a new report filming on the project could begin earlier than expected uh, the news comes from discussing film editor-in-chief jacob fisher who shared that filming will begin next february in new york and will take place throughout the rest of 2023 Um, We know that season one will consist of 18 episodes that will release on Disney Plus in spring. If you are a fan of Daredevil, uh, make sure you check out episode eight of She-Hulk Attorney at Law.
0: 18 episodes is a lot for a series like that. I hope they keep the same kind of tone and vibes of the original Netflix uh, Daredevil series with this new one. So I still can't wait. Uh, It was so good seeing him uh, back in and She-Hulk, even though that whole episode was kind of, I don't know. Anyway, finally for me, uh, Michael Waldron uh, has been tapped to pen the script for Marvel Studios' Avengers Secret Wars, which will be arriving in theaters November 7th, 2025, and this film will be part of Phase 6 of the MCU. Uh, Not much is known about the new project, however, there are already some rumors that Black Panther director Ryan Coogler could helm the project, Michael I uh, was involved in Loki, Doctor Strange, and the Multiverse of Madness. So, um, obviously, got some talent there. Uh, that's a long ways off, though. So, glad they finally got the writer for it. Uh, that is it for the news. So, now is review time. What we were watching this week. Uh, so, we're going to talk about two things. We've got the uh, new Werewolf by Night Halloween special that uh, dropped and that was kind of an unexpected strange thing and it, like it was di- it was a lot different than um, it's very unique. <laughs> it, it was a lot different than a lot of the Marvel stuff that we've seen it and, and I applaud uh, I, I applaud the creators of it for trying something a little bit different mm-hmm. uh, with with the series it, that was pretty cool um and then we've also got the new series uh streaming on hulu reboot mm-hmm. uh let's talk first about what do you want to talk first about you want to talk about reboot first or, or werewolf by werewolf night? okay werewolf by night um go go ahead and give a little synopsis a yeah. uh, description of this one
1: okay so here's a synopsis it's on a dark and somber night a secret cabal of monster hunters emerge from the shadows and gather at the foreboding bloodstone temple following the death of the of their leader in a strange and macabre memorial to the leader's life the attendees are thrust into a mysterious and deadly competition for a powerful relic a hunt that will ultimately bring them face to face with a dangerous monster inspired by horror films of the 1930s and 1940s the chilling special aims to evoke a sense of dread and the macabre with plenty of suspense and scares along the way as we explore a new corner of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, So this was directed by um, Michael Giacchino, who also composed the score for this. Um, He's composed music for some of the most popular titles, a lot of Marvel films, uh, most recently like Thor, Love and Thunder. But... you you kind of said something earlier, and this is unlike anything Marvel has done before. Uh, for one, it wasn't a film and it wasn't a series. They're calling this a Marvel presentation, and supposedly there's more of these that will be coming. So it's about um, 45, 15 minutes long.
0: Yeah, it kind of had a, it kind of like the, it was about the length of a, a standard, like, you know, drama episode, you know, around 45, 50 minutes. So, like, what you would expect on, like, any kind of, Normal, normal show. Which, for for being not quite a movie, not quite like you know its own like little special or whatever. Like that's kind of a unique amount of time, f- at least for like a single thing like that.
1: Yeah, and I, I really liked how it was done in black and white, and they said that they were going for that nineteen thirties forties um film, and it, and I think uh, Giacchino he, he had even said that like he took inspiration from the old twilight zone series and i got that vibe from this and i really like that yeah Um, that
0: a lot of like just the the interactions between people the the dialogue the the set pieces i i did get some strong old twilight zone vibes and it's also got like you know a lot of the old like kind of uh black and white like creature feature uh movies like that vibe going for it so very unique for a for a marvel type thing like that's, that's that's what this is really yeah
1: and um some of the cool things that they did is these um cigarette burns like in the film uh-huh. and that was like a cue back to in the 19s and 40s and that was um so they used these things called like cigarette burns and back then the projectionists um it used to be like this indicator of when to switch over the new film reel because back then like a film reel only could hold like 14 to 20 minutes yeah to see a part of to the movie then they had back in continually... the day there was a manual operator right so they would have these like little things and they call them cigarette burns like up in like the right hand side or whatever and that would like cue the projectionist to set up the next reel yep. or to get it going so i thought that was kind of a cool like little throwback there uh, a close attention to detail um so It was kind of gory at the end, but it didn't seem that gory because it was black and white, Mm -hmm. right? So it kind of got a little bit more violent towards the end or whatever, but it didn't seem that way because it was in black and white. Um, standout thing for me was Man-Thing. Yeah, I said it's its (laughs) own thing, and
0: and its own thing includes Man-Thing. I love Ted. what what Um, What a cool character. And I
1: really hope that we see more of man thing or Ted in the future because that was really standout
0: Yeah. Uh, I I do hope that they continue uh it, it's a kind of a great way w- whether done in this style or, you know, w- w- however they choose to do uh, you know, other specials in the future. The, the, I'm sure like future ones will have their own unique stylings or whatever, but It's a really cool way to introduce people that probably don't know to some other, like, different Marvel characters and have their own little, you know, own special thing going for them. I liked it. Uh, I I think maybe a lot of people might dismiss it just because of, like, the black and white aspect. I I could see people doing that, but don't because it, it was really enjoyable. Again, around that forty-five to fifty-minute time frame. It's not you're not sitting there watching an entire movie, and it's you know it's long enough to to like pull you in and be immersive. So, really interesting, something they haven't done before. I hope we see more risk taking in the future uh, for different Marvel shows like that. So, uh, I'm gonna give this one a seven point five, and. I say check it out, Werewolf by Night. Not not scary, but like it, I mean, you know, like little kids might uh, find some of it a little bit disturbing.
1: Probably. Yeah, I agree. Um, I give it it eight point three.
0: Eight point three. Well, aren't you just exact? <laughs> uh, that that's it. Yeah, ch- check it out. It it's it's definitely different. Um, the other thing we were watching uh, recently is this new series reboot on uh, Hulu, and that's kind of been A very pleasant surprise for me. I really love the cast of this. I, I, I it's got a great pedigree from the creators, uh, because that comes from you know, one of my favorite shows of all time, uh, Modern Family. This is like the one of the original co creators of that, right? Steve Lev- Levitan, Steven Levitan, Levitan, um, Johnny Knoxville, Paul Reiser, like it's, he's got a, Michael Keegan, Key, Keegan Judy Greer,
1: Rachel Bloom, Caleb Worthy, Krista Marie You
0: great, great cast, funny um a little bit more uh i guess a little more adult than uh probably like modern family so you know, being on hulu instead of like network tv you get a little more uh little it's it's just a little bit uh, less for kids in in certain parts but uh unexpected kind of came out of nowhere and i i'm a fan and i'm i'm watching this one until it ends i i really like this one so yeah. give, a, give us a rundown Okay,
1: so yes, this premiered on Hulu in the US and on Disney Plus in Canada, Australia, and New Zealand on September 20th, 20th I believe. The first five episodes are available right now. Um, yeah, so this was, for me, this was like a surprise. I was surprised how much I liked it too. Really good comedy. So the... A basic idea of this is the story begins when Hulu reboots an early 2000s family sitcom. It's like a fictional sitcom called Step, uh, Step Right Up. It's for- And then it forces its dysfunctional cast back together again. Now they must deal with their unresolved issues in today's fast-changing world. So the characters are so well-developed and so well-done. And I think that's what makes it so funny is mm-hmm. how they interact with each other. And also... If you remember watching TV in the early 2000s, they they show like that first little montage, like the intro to the original show, and it like just is so funny because it like reminds you of all those shows back then. What a typical sitcom opening credit scene would look like. It it
0: has that like. You know, nostalgic cheesiness to it uh, that that you'd see in so many of those older network uh, sitcom shows.
1: And just uh, I think some of my most favorite funny moments come from the writing room yeah um and just what it, goes it, on in there and
0: they, they so they like you know the the cast in this is like they're working on the the reboot of the old show so like you have the the people involved uh paul riser plays like you know like the showrunner for it or whatever mm-hmm. and it, it's got that like cast uh or that writer's room interaction kind of like you might uh remember from like 30 rock or whatever like some some of that. vibe like and that's Mm. where a lot of like the real humor comes from because like you know and and it makes sense because this is a show about people making a show so like that's where the the funny people would be you know interacting with each other
1: yeah but yeah this was a total surprise for me you said something earlier like if you do have kids around be careful it does have some adult more mature themes or whatever
0: yeah like you know Um, you modern family was it's got it's got some strong like modern family uh, vibes to it for me, but mm-hmm. obviously, you know, it, it is more adult, so uh, keep the kids away. Probably for you know, maybe maybe once you are a teenager, you're okay <laughs> with it, but uh, little kids probably probably shouldn't be watching it. But yeah, I I, I love this show. Yeah, it's the one of the surprise big, bigger surprises for me. I probably would not have uh, have have seen any of it had it not been for uh, you know you deciding to, to give this a shot. And so we watched it. I love it so far. I, I'm 8.5. I think it really does have some some very funny laugh out loud moments. And I just, I love the cast. Keegan-Michael Key. I love Johnny Knoxville. I've always been a Paul Reiser fan. So there, there's a lot to like there.
1: Yeah, I gave it an 8. So you're, I'm surprised you're a little bit higher than me because I really love it, too. But, um yeah, so and then I recently got to interview the costume designer for the show. So uh, there will be another podcast episode going up with the interview for that if you want to check it out. But that's really interesting to see what kind of goes on behind the scenes and what happens with the characters' wardrobes and everything. I, I had so much fun doing that interview. So um, be yeah, sure to check that out, too.
0: Look for that. We'll get that. Uh post that an episode a special episode posted uh with michelle's interview uh, what was her name
1: uh reiko schoenfeld
0: reiko schoenfeld uh so we'll have that up uh around the same time that this podcast goes live so be sure to check that out too i uh, get some uh real interesting insights and what goes on in the creation of costumes for shows like this very very interesting stuff so that's gonna do it for our episode this week thank you so much for joining us uh please come back next week for our next episode uh please take a moment to rate review and subscribe to our podcast we would totally appreciate that most importantly be sure to visit us at disneyplusinformer.com and that's where you get all the latest news rumors reviews release schedules and more you can email us podcast at disneyplusinformer.com you can also Follow us on Twitter. That's at Plus. Stop by and visit our Facebook page. We'd love to see you there. We're going to get out of here. So until next time, we'll see you later.
1: See you later. Bye.